August 26th through the 28th. Las Vegas, Nevada. Hotel Nation Weekend. The world will never be the same. Get your tickets and be a part of the first ever Hotel Nation Weekend. Hotel Nation, a 501c3 nonprofit organization designed to spread the philosophy of hard work and self-care, will be hosting a weekend in Vegas with live podcasts, panels, ooh party, and much more. Exclusive meet and greets with major figures in the Hotel community, including Hotel Jesus, Uncle Hotel, President Doe Dudes, and other special guests. Network and build bridges in the Hotep community. Enjoy Vegas with a cool group of people. All of this can be found at the Hotep Nation Convention. So who is this for? Are you looking to build up your community? This is for you. Are you looking to expand business opportunities? This is for you. Are you looking for an opulent time with nation builders? This is for you. Hotep Nation's first annual convention in Las Vegas, this August 26th through the 28th. All information can be found in the description below. You won't want to miss this. <laughs> Damn, I never set this screen up. All right, I think this is good right here. What up, people? Hotel Jesus, we back. With another sharp conversation with Hotel Jesus. Feels good to be here. Uh, welcome. I know there's some people coming over from um, Tony's channel uh, over at Instagram. So shout out to his Instagram followers. Uh, Tony's going to be on the screen in just a moment here when we get uh, started. Uh, Steph Colonel, thank you. What up, Trish? Trish, I will see you Thursday. What, when are you flying into Vegas? I'll be there. I'll be flying in Wednesday. Uh, can't wait to meet you, hang out, enjoy the vibes. It's going to be epic, 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 epic memories. Um, Steph Colonel said, got the Patriot report today. I love it. I love it. Um, I was actually reading it today. You know, when people, uh, I talk about this book, you know, specifically named it the Patriot report because it's definitely a report. It's a report with all the facts, uh, unmasking the conspiracy of money and war. It's a, uh, you know, I, uh, I'm spilling on the beans in, in the report, but I'm studying it. Uh, myself because it's just so potent it's just so full of facts uh, so make sure y'all go get that uh thank you kev he said great episode last night thank you make sure y'all go get a copy of that it's on amazon or you can get the digital version at hotepjesus.com which will redirect you to briansharp.co um and get a copy of the patriot report that's my uh latest release 200 something pages in here too you know, I, you know, cited everything everything primary sources and we're going to get to the underbelly of the banksters. The underbelly of the banksterism throughout history. And that's what we, that's what we break into. And then the next volume would be uh, socialism and communism. And I'll do one on race. Today, I have a very special guest for you today. Very, very special guest. Um, one of my homies, somebody in my network. Somebody very, very influential. Um, somebody running to be a part of our government. Ladies and gentlemen, bring to you Mr. Anton Tucker, a.k.a. Tony X. The whole tap's in the building. It's a pleasure to be here with the family. Yo, welcome, my brother. Welcome. Um, we, I want to I want to um, dive right into this uh, story that came out today. Uh, not sure if you heard, 
about the six and Ashley Babbitt, um, they decided that they were going to uh, exonerate the police officer. Yeah, I, mm-hmm. I heard about it. I actually heard about it the day before yesterday from Tom Fitton. Okay. What do, how do, how, what do you think about that? What do you think about those events? Do you agree uh, exonerated or, or? I mean, to be honest with you, listen, every cop ain't a, every cop isn't a good cop. And right. those who are bad cops that make bad decisions should pay just like bad citizens, you know, who make bad choices have to pay too. But mm-hmm. it's deeper than that. So what this has to deal with, in my opinion, in my expressed opinion, not on Hotep's opinion, not on anyone else, but in my expressed uh, opinion, this was... Um, this was plant, you okay. know, uh, the, the murder that took place, uh, whether a life was lost or not, because no one was there. I wasn't there. You weren't there. Mm-hmm. But, um, assuming that a life was taken, this was still part of a staged event. Um, the person who fired the shot, uh, clearly is being protected by the government, which they mm. should be in any other situation under any other circumstances we would know who the person was that shot anybody or who discharged their weapon it would just be a matter of um, a matter of um of uh the public having the ability to know so because this is not information that's not being presented to the public uh me personally i don't trust anyone you know involved period um the same thing with the Capitol police officer that they said died from rioters at six, but then we found out that he actually died from natural, uh, from uh, natural causes outside yeah, yeah. of him being at work. Mm-hmm. All of these things just shows government corruption and them hiding who the officer was or the person who was, who, cause we don't even know if he's really an officer or not. You mm-hmm. understand? Like we don't know who the person was on the other side of that, but whoever it was that shot that woman, mm-hmm. Uh, clearly we should know who the person is. And being that we don't know who the person is, it's just a government cover-up. Uh, you mentioned this is planned. Now, I'm sure you didn't mean the, sh- the actual shooting of Ashley. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean, the, the actual event. I mean, right? everything. I mean, the events, everything. I mean, everything. 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 I mean, everything. So they bust in Antifa. They bust in Black Lives Matter. Okay. The FBI infiltrated these groups already. The, and Tucker Carlson, this is as reported by Tucker Carlson, Mm-hmm. Okay. The FBI infiltrated these groups. They agitated the individuals. The Capitol police were told to let people into the buildings. There's numerous videos online where we can pull them up and we see people are actually ushered into the building. The dude who's wearing the furry hat and everything else got a guy next to him. He's like, they're letting us into the building. They're respecting our first amendment rights. And they're, they're letting them come in. There's an officer they try to hail as, as a hero. They got, they got him wearing Gucci. You can tell they put money on him because once, once there's a difference between, and this is no disrespect, but I just need the followers that follow me. This was this is a difference between black men, black women, and you know, and the typical Negro, you know, uh-huh. the typical house Negro. Because once they get a coin, they gotta show it. Okay. You know, they gotta they gotta put the stuff on. They got you gotta see they making money. So they showing this cop. He got a Gucci scarf on. Everything else. Yeah. We know this Negro wasn't wearing no Gucci on that salary beforehand. But there's there's a there's a black cop, and it, it's like. He's ushering them to follow him in the building. And they're trying to say, well, he was leading them away from the chambers. No, he was leading them into another part of the Capitol, mm-hmm. you know? And then he had someone with the camera recording him. Now, if I'm an officer, my my immediate awareness, you know, I, I, I had to take it into consideration. I don't care who has a camera or who doesn't. No one's going to be behind me, on the side of me, or outside of my peripheral um, vision. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to let anyone outside of my peripheral right. vision. So right. to let someone into the Capitol and he's just filming everything and filming you ushering people in one way, this whole thing was planned. 
Nancy Pelosi needed the distraction. They 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 put it to um to good use. Mm-hmm. Donald Trump fell into these people. I love Donald Trump. It's my guy, but he fell into their hands. Mm-hmm. Right? Um the trap. they said the trap. Yeah, he, he, fell, he fell into their trap, even from the, the uh, Cap 19. Mm-hmm. He fell into their trap. So all of these things were planned so they can use it against Donald Trump. Yeah. The murders, oh, the cop died. They killed him. No, he died from natural causes, but they called Donald Trump a murderer. Yeah. Right? The uh the female uh Miss uh Miss uh Babbitt. Um, her, 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 her death. Consequently, they're blaming it on Donald Trump saying, oh, this would have never happened if Donald Trump went. He told people to peacefully protest. Yeah. You know, he told them to peacefully be heard. Yeah. He didn't tell the Capitol Police to let those people into that building. He didn't tell the Capitol Police to fire upon people. Mm-hmm. No one even had rubber bullets. Right. When Antifa's outside protesting, they have rubber bullets. They have all of these other, you know, unconventional uh, weapons. But in this case, he had a live round inside the chamber and he shot that woman. Uh, allegedly, and murdered her. And again, through freedom of information, we're supposed to know who this cop is. It's supposed mm-hmm. to be released to the public. In any other situation, anytime a cop discharges their weapon, it's it's public information. In this case, it's just not public information. They're telling you, this is all theater. All of these things are theater. The media controls what we see. Now, uh, Big tech is controlling what we get to say, what we're hearing. All of these things are leading towards a Nazi Germany approach because history has mm-hmm. repeated repeat itself. So this is just all planned. Everything that they've done right now has been calculated, has been planned, and um, a lot of us are just continuing to fall into it. Mm. Mm. Cassius can't file super chat. Hotep and build, prioritize and execute. Absolutely, absolutely, definitely. Um, yeah, I the sixth. Uh, it, it, I agree, man. It was, uh, seemed like a setup. Did you hear about the one? Uh, Proud Boys, who was an informant? To me, um, I wouldn't be surprised if he was an informant. I told you the FBI infiltrated all of these major groups. Mm. So the, FBI, the FBI infiltrated the Proud Boys. The FBI infiltrated Black Lives Matter. They infiltrated Antifa. And again, they agitated a lot of these groups that were there to, to go in and to, to be disruptive. This wasn't people didn't wake up and say, I'm going to the Capitol, I'm going to go in, I'm going to destroy property. None of these things. Right. People were people were were like we say in the hood, people were gassed to go do it. Yeah. You know, people people had that battery thrown in their backs and they ran in there and, you know, it was used against them. You have people who are still sitting there right now in prison because of January 6th and they've yet to see their lawyers. They've yet to have uh, any case uh, really formally charged against them or any crimes uh, officially charged against them. Mm-hmm. Nothing has really surfaced uh, according to January 6th. Then they have this hearing. It's fraudulent. Jim Jordan wasn't allowed to go on the hearing because Jim Jordan would be exposing a lot of the, the fraud that is currently happening within government. We can't even talk about the, that, the situation that happened in November with uh, Trump and this dude who, you know, they, who they, they stole and got in. And I don't want to sit on this platform because I don't want you to deplatform. I understand just how these people are watching everything. But all of these things are happening because, like, even with Cap 19, with these people trying to give everybody the holy moly donut shot, right? So I'm going to use these terms, right? Because yeah, I'm not going to let them, I'm not gonna, yeah, I'm not going to let them, you know, split shit. You know, I want, to, I want you to continue to prosper. So the, even the push for everything that's happening, there is so much evidence showing that the holy moly is just no good for you. You know, it's basically giving people what the, the equivalent to HIV, right? It's, mm. it's it, you know, it's it's uh, destroying people's uh, um, immune systems. Mm-hmm. So with all of the evidence that's happening, with all of the censorship that's coming to play, if people can't see, like we've been told people there's a new world order. We've been told them about the Illuminati. 
Yeah. Like this for decades, we've known about the plan to depopulate and everything else. And all of these things are happening in concert because they have, uh, they have to do this. Listen, y'all, everybody watching, we have one year. We have one year, one year to stop it. Right now they have a bill they're trying to pass through the house and through the Senate is just introduced to force you to have to have a passport showing that you had the donut shot um, in order to fly from place mm -hmm. to place. Now, over 60% of Black Americans in New York City and New York State did not get the holy moly because mm -hmm. we have we have a reputation. We know that, and, and the government has a reputation with us, so we know not to trust them. Mm -hmm. So a lot of these things are going to affect Black, Hispanic, and poor white people in this nation right. who already have a struggle traveling, right? Who already have a distrust for their government. No. They're having people restricted. That's why they don't want you talking to people. They don't want you around a group of people. They don't want you. All of these things, none of these things mattered when Black Lives Matter was outside destroying the community. They didn't care about how they congregated to, with one another. But go to a church, you're going to jail. Yeah. All right? So this was, everything is, is, is um, everybody, listen, we have one year. Literally, we have one year. Hmm. We have one year to get it together. We have one year to fight for what's left or it's over and we can kiss it goodbye. They're pushing everything that they can because there are a lot of things that are taking place in Arizona. And I don't want to say what they are mm -hmm. because we know what they are. And I don't want to say the words here again because of just the censorship. Mm -hmm. But there are things that are taking place in Arizona and Georgia and um, and Pennsylvania. And they're showing a lot of discrepancy, discrepancies and it's showing that our guy, Donnie, could possibly find his way back into people's lives again. Mm. So people are trying to shove things down our throats mm -hmm. to try to get as much done as possible because they've also realized during the next election cycle, which I'm running for, I'm running for the United States Senate, come right. 2022, that it's a great possibility that they won't even be there anymore. Mm. So in order to ensure that these things will happen, they have to do this now. We have one year to get it together, people. Mm. We have literally one year. Mm. Let's talk about uh, some of, uh, you know, your focuses um, on, on your bill. Uh, shout out to Def Jewels, 1999. Appreciate you, homie. Uh, always, always supporting the channel. Um, I want to go to the big one. Reparations. Ooh. So my, <laughs> plan is to, my plan is to introduce a bill. Okay. And... Uh, a lot of things that we're going to talk about today on this platform, it will all be on one bill. So if any of the people on the left or the right try to argue against it, they're racists. And that's what we're going at. Mm. They're racist. So we're mm. going to push for reparations. We're not going to have the taxpayers pay for it because it's idiotic. Yeah. I'm a descendant of a slave. OK, my mother's side comes from Alabama. I, I knew my great grandfather and his his father was a slave. So um, well, a freed slave. Yeah. So I got to know, I got to learn a lot about my history. It makes no sense for someone that pays taxes to pay for reparations. It makes no sense for people to, who's alive today to pay for reparations and, and including for those that we're paying for overseas, like, you know, for the, sure. the, for the, for the, for the Japanese and for the, for the Jewish community, yep. um, things like that should come out of international trade where we help other many people just got some reparations. Yeah, so we're not getting it. So the, we're going to stop all of that across the board with all taxpayers. Taxpayers will not fund any form of reparations for anybody. It will come from either international trade mm -hmm. and through us reestablishing our oil pipelines. And then we can help people through that because we'll be selling oil to other nations. Mm -hmm. And or in our case, it's going to come from the land. 
over 50 percent of the land in this nation is owned by the federal government yeah they have an excess amount of land this mm-hmm. land needs to be distributed to the people that deserve it now this they say it's 13 black maybe 14 percent blacks in this nation but only relatively under three percent of the of that population would actually be able to get some form of reparations only uh, a little less than three percent like 2.8 percent this is the uh, amount of blacks right now that are descendants of slaves okay and then we would also dive into the banks coffers and the dnc coffers because these institutions specifically we can target and show that they procured their money through slavery you mentioned the dnc the dnc that's right the dnc we're going to get into the dnc but first the banks so uh this slave owner right he went to he went to uh he went to this bank this bank gave him a loan so he could procure slaves and land so the slaves can work on that land pick cotton so on and so forth yeah. now we can show through the uh, through the uh, institution's uh history that they've actually benefited from slavery and built their wealth up sure. because of slavery yeah financing yes. we will hold them accountable because they removed our 40 acres in the mule and, and mule and not only that they were they were the actual party that were the segregationists. So yes, yes. when Martin Luther King had dogs being sicked on them, water hoses being sicked on them, my grandmother was a little girl outside picketing, and you know, God bless her soul, and she she had water hoses uh, set loose on her. This came because of the Democratic National Committee. This same institution today is still running, is still present, and they've had a grip on the black community for decades upon decades upon decades ravishing our community introducing ridiculous bills to steal from us to create a state of uh, of dependency on welfare and to destroy and disrupt the black family and the household so we can specifically charge them as well with with with, with criminal acts and make sure that they are forced to pay for those criminal acts and make sure that that money is allocated to the people that deserve it the most so that 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 resource could affect more than the 2.8 2.9% of the population it could be introduced to a greater amount of a greater amount of people including those who are Latin and white at the same time because there were there were over 250,000 white men that died during the civil war okay um a lot of these people's families were um disenfranchised by the DNC i don't know if anyone's ever seen the movie free state of jones it showed that the DNC basically were forcing blacks to vote for the democrat party they were killing whites the KKK hung over 3,000 blacks, but they also hung over 2,000 white people who were sympathists, who tried to help them vote, who tried to get them their rights. So we want to make sure that the DNC is held accountable and that money is actually uh, introduced to the areas where it needs to be introduced. So that specific uh, lawsuit right there would affect more than just uh, 2.9 or 2.8% of black folks. It will introduce, it will be introduced to a lot more. We will be able to hold these people accountable and uh, we will bankrupt the DNC. <laughs> you think it'd be so bad that you'd bankrupt the DNC? That's interesting tactic. Interesting result, actually. Um, and I concur, sir. Uh, Cassius Cam, he said, it's not surprising that these virtue signaling lemmings supported the skepticism of minorities regarding law enforcement, but not those same people's skepticism regarding big farms. Those dorks are the institutional racism. Shout out to Cassius Cam. Appreciate you, homie. Uh, Grand Anarchy, $2 Super Chat. He said, uh, they can't pull this off if 20% resist 
Sounds like he's employing the uh, 80-20 rule there. Such a wise man over at uh, Aquarian Anarchy. Um, Mr. Tucker, Tony X. I want to talk about this. Hand clap for the, for the great Hotep Jesus, y'all. I'm going to thank God to stand, man. Give my brother, give my, give my man the Don DeMarco real quick. Give me some of Don DeMarco, man. For real, y'all. This is hard work, y'all. I'm telling you, man. My, my brother's everywhere, y'all. Got a lot of respect, a lot of love for this brother, man. Please, if, if you're on my platform, you support me, man. Make sure you support the brother. Go ahead, give him a, uh, give him a Venmo. Put some love in there. Put some donations in. Get that Grift Mania t-shirt because a lot of grifters running around here. You know what I'm saying? All right? Um, your responses are so thorough that, like, sometimes my follow-up questions are answered. I just want to reiterate on one of those on the reparations conversation. Uh, you mentioned white people could potentially qualify for reparations. Um, don't you think that'll help get more white people towards the cause of uh, reparations? All right, so let me explain to you, right? Mm -hmm. People don't know, people will never argue for what they're worth if they don't realize what they're owed. Mm. Right? Mm. So if we think about it, how, how, how everyone has just been programmed because of television programming, right? Because of um, because of the involvement by the CIA in taking over the puppet government, you know, introducing a lot of the propaganda. Mm -hmm. People seem to think that so a lot of my followers, initially a lot of your followers, they were like law and order and good golly, the, the just <laughs> system. And then we find out that Hunter Biden is a pedophile. His father is a sicko. All these people are criminals, right? We find mm -hmm. out all of these things about these people and then the DOJ does nothing. And now they're scratching their heads and they're like, no one's going to jail. So what Donald Trump exposed was that this corruption is ridiculous. And now people are finally waking up to the fact that the, the government is ran by criminals. Mm -hmm. You understand? So it's no, it's no longer a faith in a system that we realize is broken. Now it's more of a faith in people and asking people to come together to fix it. Mm -hmm. If I can show the white Americans, you are old because of your mistreatment. Your ancestors were murdered. Your ancestors were disenfranchised because of these individuals and their set rules and what they, because the black coding didn't just, or the red lining didn't just have to do with Negroes and Hispanics. It had to do with the whites that lived amongst them too. Because mm. if you lived in those zip codes, in those areas, you were not furnished an application for a loan. Mm. They denied you before they even gave you the paperwork. Mm -hmm. Okay, so it kept people... They kept people hindered. What these people are finally realizing is that the, the people who are running everything behind the curtain and those demons who work for them don't even consider themselves white. These blue bloods don't interact with regular people that we would say are white. Mm. They're nowhere near them. And if these people really cared, if, they were, if there was really a privilege towards white folks, they wouldn't have fluoride in their water. They mm. wouldn't be um, breathing in the same chemtrails. Mm -hmm. And they wouldn't be getting forced to take the holy moly. You understand? Like, <laughs> like they've, they've been forced to take the holy moly more than anyone, yeah. you, like really realistically. So, and, and everyone watching, they, we know exactly what this is and, and, and what it does. So there's a lot of people that's going to be adversely affected based on the contingency of them taking something that they didn't want to take in the first place. Mm. So if, if, we continue, if we continue to just explore the realm of, hey, your ancestor helped slaves, and your ancestor had land and then they took away their business. They closed their business down. You know, they they hung so and so and so and so. You should be rewarded for it. A lot of people be like, you know what? 
I never knew how great my ancestor was. I never knew my ancestor had a part in fighting against the system, yeah. you know, and, and, and I'm being rewarded for it. That's an amazing thing. The right. civil rights movement happened. There were a lot of white folks who were outside who was getting punched in the face, who got bricks hitting the head, you got hit in the head with bricks, who stood next to Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., you know, who was willing to help uh, brother uh, Malik Al-Shabazz. And these individuals were ostracized. They lost their jobs. These people will also have something coming to them because of an establishment known as the DNC and their interactions, as well as a lot of rhinos that were involved too. So I'm not I'm not leaving them out, but we will be naming them and their families by by their lineage. Like we won't go after the whole RNC because it's not everybody, but there are a specific group of individuals that so far my people and I have targeted that we've checked, you know, their their lineage and seen where the money's come from. And we say, oh, them too. So right now there's over 12 uh, Republicans right now that we know of. Mitt Romney is one of them. Mm. That we can look at their lineage and say, well, your, your money have come, your money has come from investments that has adversely affected Americans. Mm. And we can actually go in and say, you've hurt and harmed white folks, black folks, and Hispanic folks. There has to be some sort of uh, reparations for it. And we're going to make sure that it gets where it's supposed to go. Mm. Doc Locke, five dollar super chat. He said, I know a white guy who's a descendant of U.S. Irish slave. Thank you for not overlooking them. Also, how will the funds be used to help the communities? That's a good question. How do you, uh, how would you answer that question? Okay, well, with reparations also will be my plan to get rid of Black History Month. That's <laughs> yeah, so in there, yeah, so in there we would get rid of it and we would put Black History in the school books. Every child would know that the reason why they have central heating and air, air conditioning is because it came from a black man and black woman. Mm. Every child would know that the oven came from a black man. Every child would know that Washington, D.C. has been created by Benjamin Banneker, who also invented the war clock and the Farmer's Almanac. Black history will be in the school books. There's no need to pacify blacks with, with people who played sports for the first time as a Negro in a white-led sport. That's ridiculous. Yeah. So... When we talk about the land, when we build land, what happens with land? We build more jobs, right? We create a greater infrastructure. We create more family units. We create a healthier, na a healthier nation. So with, with the land, we would have people who would take the land because I'm not going to just give you land and you can just have a bunch of abandoned cars on it. We're not going to do that. Like when you apply, we're going to make sure that specifically you have something that you're going to contribute to the land to actually contribute to the nation. That way you you're, the nation is benefiting also off of what it is that you're doing. We want to put it in responsible hands, okay? Whether or not a group of people decide to find someone to manage their trust and then they put all of their land together and then they build a small town or a small city, um, it would allow investors to come in to uh, build uh, uh, stores and uh, Starbucks. So you're not saying Starbucks, but just, just humor me, right? Starbucks can be put in there, um, right. A water burger could be put in there, or subways could be put in there, but these things will create more jobs, more construction, more building, greater infrastructure. So that in itself is good. When you put money into the system and the money doesn't come from taxpayers, but it actually comes from people who already had the money and the money is now uh, uh, the money is now being benefited by those who deserve it. These people will be spending money and then spending money on their property and the things that they own. They will also be buying more things into the system. So it would just it would just make the money flow the way it's supposed to. A lot of banks are taking your money when you put it in there. They're investing your money in certain places and they're only giving you like 5% to 10% interest at the end of the year on what you put in it. Whereas now we're taking the money from these, these criminals, putting it in your pocket and now you're putting your money and investing your money specifically in target areas that you know is gonna grow and create a wealth for you. I'm coming right back, y'all, it's my camera. Uh, and it's creating wealth for you. So it benefits those because people will take their money 
They will put their money and bounce it within these communities that are being built, creating bigger and larger infrastructures, creating more jobs, more job opportunities. We will fix the educational system. We won't have brothers and sisters outside, no matter what color they are. But I have to target Black Americans because we're killing each other at a beyond alarming rate. We're just murdering each other indiscriminately. With uh, greater uh, education, we'll have a better understanding. We won't be thinking with our emotions. We'll be thinking with logic. And we will have people who actually respect the law and be more beneficial to society. So that money will be uh, put in there. People will introduce it into building more schools. That way people can actually go to school and, and not have to pay for, you know, uh, for educations or subpar educations. <clears throat> we will introduce, we'll get into the schools, uh, what we're going to do for schools, or I can just kind of- Surely, surely you'll have uh, some CRT in that curriculum in your schools, yes, right? Of course. No, well, well, it won't be no critical race theory. Right? <laughs> so the, the, the only critical race theory that we will have in there, it will show how the people who tried to present it hide, hid behind what they've actually done. So what do I mean by that? Well, mm. it will be a reverse form of it. So the reason why they want to teach it in the school system is because it absolves the people who are responsible for the racist acts that has occurred, which is the government. All right. The government is the people that have allowed if we wanted to fix police corruption, they could have been presented legislation. They could have been got on top of it, but they didn't. If we wanted to effectively change black on black crime, we could have done so without um, abusing people's rights or making people feel like criminals in places that they shouldn't be. We could actually fund the police more, give them official training. That way they know how to conduct themselves push for more community policing. That way police officers are more involved with the community as opposed to just coming in and just strip searching people. We could actually go and we could fix these, these issues that we, we currently have. But because the news media has always, has always presented Blacks as feeble-minded or as criminals, because the government has never got a hold on the individuals like Joe Biden, who is racist, who has racist acts like the crime bill that specifically target Blacks. I mean, right now, if you're white and you don't fit in all, they're going to try to put you on a program. You know, they'll try to give you a program. But if you were black in the 80s and you were, you had crack cocaine on you, you were going to jail. You were a single mom. You lost your whole family. They targeted these communities. So they're, they're absolving themselves. They're saying, oh, the system is inherently racist. You're in charge of the system. <laughs> that's like saying, yeah, that's like saying the car is racist, but you're driving the car. You understand what I'm saying? Like the car is mowing down a bunch of black folks but you're driving the car and you're saying the car is inherently racist so we would show that within the school system we would that way the children would 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 learn civics but they will also learn what to look forward to so history won't repeat itself ever again because where we are right now is because they've dumbed down the population they made sure that people were going to school to learn to regurgitate information but not facts just see a lot of a lot of emotions yeah. teachers were being told to to teach emotional content instead of factual content. Teachers were being told, just take this paycheck and just push them on by and just get them on by. You got people who, who can't, who don't know their multiplication, uh, you know, who can't multiply. You have people who can't break down a fraction and then somehow they become world leaders like AOC. You understand? Oh, so when you have people like this, right? Yeah, when you have people like this, right? Who's running around here that we know you know, are dingbags. You're wondering what happened to the educational system is because it worked. This wasn't about educating the population. It was about making sure that the people would remain uneducated. So we're going to go in, we're going to fix a lot, but the money will definitely be allocated towards building a lot of these cities and communities up. Um, I have an invention. <clears throat> it deals with, uh, it deals with creating electricity. So a lot of these cities would have um, not free electricity, but a form of free electricity. I can't power everything. 
Right. But just right. to give you guys an idea, if you take two magnets and you put the opposites to together, they will push each other apart. Correct. So if I encase those magnets, right, and I put them in a, in a casing, they can't push apart. They will start spinning the opposite way from each other, producing electromagnetic energy. Right. So if we can do that on a grander scale, we can actually produce a lot of electricity. We can have um, solar panels put up so we can cut costs down as far as what the city is spending. And we can actually use that money more so to allocate it towards building a greater nation, having better roads, having better infrastructure, actually having a military that is being um, produced, well, that's being funded by the nation and not so we can have feeble wars where they can get funding from that, but getting funding because the nation is actually producing wealth within itself. So we're gonna create something different. We're gonna have people more energized about building their communities up, getting involved. And we're gonna try to push for legislation to have the dollar backed by forms of gold and forms of silver. Mm. How do you feel about Bitcoin? I'm all for Bitcoin. Okay. I'm against I'm, I'm against them trying to because what it does is <clears throat> Bitcoin, if you just if you destroy Bitcoin, you destroy the dollar. Okay, Bitcoin is backed by dollars. Bitcoin is isn't backed by anything else. There isn't a commodity that's running Bitcoin. Bitcoin is backed by actual the actual dollar. So when I have my followers like they're like, crush the dollar as a banking system. No, get rid of the banking system, keep the dollar. Right. Yeah. Have the yeah. dollar backed by gold and silver. And when you do that, Bitcoin uh, has a has a better value. Cryptocurrency will will increase in its value because then it will have actual money backing it. So mm -hmm. I'm all for cryptocurrency. I think that this is something that a lot of people that are watching right now need to keep their eye on and get into because it's a way of secure trading. That's just basically it. And the reason why uh, Chuck Schumer, the person who I'm running against, my opponent, is um, apprehensive about it because its implications can actually ruin the stock exchange because they're running off of um uh the what ifs right yeah the stock exchange isn't really too much unless we get in commodities but even still that's still a what if right yeah so it's speculation so where whereas bitcoin has some some forms of speculation it's it's, it's speculation clearly just exists off what the dollar is doing yeah right yeah. so if the dollar is backed by gold and silver Bitcoin won't have uh, any insecurities when, in terms of its speculation. It would have something solid to stand on as far as, far as its foundation, mm -hmm. and it can only continue to rise. So I'm all for Bitcoin. Mm. Um, yeah, Bitcoin is uh, is quite a beast, as you know. Shout out to CoinBitsApp, CoinBitsApp.com. If you guys buy Bitcoin, make sure you buy Bitcoin from the Hotep's at CoinBitsApp or CoinBits.app. Um, I like that you said uh, we don't need to get rid of the dollar. Shows you actually understand. Uh, some, you know, uh, basic economics. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and, a lot of people be like, get rid of that. I'm like, no. <laughs> yeah, you don't really have to do that. It's just, you know, like even if you replaced it, it's like the same thing. It just matters what's the mechanics behind it mm -hmm. is what's the key the to all of this. Yeah. You know, um, the thing about Bitcoin is it's permissionless. So, you know, right now, if you want to send me $20,000, somebody going to be knocking at your door like, and the bank not going to let you do it. You got to sign all this paperwork and, you know, all of that type stuff, the reason why. And with Bitcoin, it's just like, nah, I'll send it to you. Be there in 30 minutes or whatever. The or when you go in the bank, right? When you go in the bank, they be like, are you being watched? Do you <laughs> like, I've literally went in the bank to take out a hundred grand, right? And they're like, are you being watched? Like, is someone forcing you to take this money out? And you're like, no, <laughs> like, no, like, no. You know, I've sent my partner into the bank uh, just not too long ago, maybe uh, about three months ago, I take out 15,000. And they're, they're asking her, they're like, um, 
are you okay? Is someone like is someone outside trying to harm you? And she's like, no, I just want my money. Now I get them taking security, you know, precautions, right. but at the point of having to introduce where you spend money, they had to tell the FBI you spent ten thousand dollars. Like I think that that's a little bit that's no overreach. Yeah, and it really, it it, it 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 to me it crosses a line as far as your constitutional rights. You know, um, you should have the right to 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 be anonymous. Okay, and to me, it it, it delves in the your Fourth Amendment right uh, from having your persons and you know your papers searched and checked, and people don't really realize it, but we've allowed them to do that. And this is something that I want to get into too to fix. Um, when you say they allowed them to do that, what are you, are you talking about? What are you referring to? Are you referring to uh, some uh, legislation passed after nine eleven? So, so definitely that, but um, even before nine eleven. So talking about uh, the, uh, the FCC. Yeah, the great no, the, the great mobsters and drug barons built Miami, right? Okay. They built Miami. They built Las Vegas. Okay. So the FBI said, for now on, if you spend over ten thousand cash it has to be reported to the FBI, mm. right? So the FBI knows that you spend cash. Mm. So now the FBI should know what you're doing because if effectively, if I went in front of an FBI building right now with my camera and I started recording and they came outside and said, let me get your information. No, this is a first amendment protected activity. And my fourth amendment allows me to be protected from, um, from surrendering my papers to you and or being searched, right? So if I'm if I'm if I'm if I'm giving someone my information on how much money I've actually spent, I'm furnishing information that I didn't give them the right to have in the first place. Yes. I understand again, we need to protect ourselves from drug barons and from and from mobsters, but we have to find a better way than doing it than going after hardworking citizens or people who may work a, a, a cash job and they may have been saving up all of their money that they could and put it to the side to go buy a car. These people are giving out their rights and their information just as just as much as the the big tech companies are taking information and following where you go, or who you talk to, or and everything else. We have to start putting these things and uh and the, uh, these ideas or these laws in the trash because it's not conducive to the American people. It's giving these people a right to follow you and check on you, which the government does not have the right to do. Mm. Mm, real talk. Aquarian Anarchy, appreciate you, homie. Fought out Super Chat. He said a uh, 100% tax break for people of African descent as reparations. Taxation is theft. Shout out to Aquarian Anarchy. Right, so now, disclosure. Huh? I don't pay taxes. The income tax is illegal. There's never been a law introduced by Congress to make you pay a tax. Yeah. The tax that people pay, it goes to the central banking system. The central banking system gives you nothing back. All we're doing is paying and paying on compound interest that we couldn't afford to pay in the first place. When, the only taxes that I do believe in paying is when you're purchasing something. You purchase a juice, it has taxes, right? You purchase a shirt, it has taxes. These taxes are supposed to be allocated towards, uh, when you, when, let's say if you pay for gas, it has taxes. Those taxes are supposed to be allocated towards building bridges and fixing the roads and infrastructure, right? Mm -hmm. When you pay uh, your property tax or you pay the tax on picking up your garbage, that pays the garbage man, you're paying the police officers and firefighters. So these things we know exist, but as far as the federal income tax is, is concerned, I'm all against it. And I will make sure that no American should be forced to be paying that because they're not supposed to tax you on your labor. It's unconstitutional. Mm. Where you where you put your labor and you, anyone if anyone disagrees, I have a hundred dollar bet. I don't care how many people are watching this. I will keep this up forever. If you can show me where there's a law stating a law by Congress stating they can tax you on, on your labor, I'll give you a hundred bucks. Mm. Um. Yeah, 16th Amendment was never ratified. Uh, 
trying to find out if, uh, you know, uh, looking at some of the chatter here on Twitter, uh, people talking about the interview. I see somebody said uh, uh, they're running ads and trying to uh, interrupt the interview. <laughs> Shout out to the homies uh, always looking out for us. Um, let's, let's talk about um, this Child Decency Act. Uh, shout out to Liza Blue. I know she deals a lot in human trafficking and uh, so on and so forth. Child Decency Act. I'm not f- actually familiar with this. Can you can you t- can you uh, bring me up to speed? So all this will be a part of the same bill. The Child Decency Act would hold uh, any institution, uh, any individual criminally liable and um, financially liable by parents and family members. No school should have the right to sexualize your children. Hmm. Brother, I don't care what it is they're teaching them. If, if you did not give the child express permission, the child's school express permission, okay, to teach your child anything sexual in nature, you have the right to sue them and hold them criminally responsible. Meaning hmm. the teacher can go to jail for teaching your child something that entails sex or a sexual act, sexual procreation. The idea of that, because now they have um they have a legislation that they, they they're trying to pass but they're also saying that your school guidance counselor can okay your son to get his his uh penis removed okay and he's eight years old a a kid minor. Eight years old, okay yeah minor kid at eight years old does he doesn't know what he wants to eat for dinner you know like he doesn't even know how to cook or to def, you know defend himself and what we're not looking at is that a lot of these adults who made these decisions when they were in their use to alter their bodies uh they regret it and some of them commit suicide. I'm not saying everybody does, but uh, there are a group of individuals that that do commit suicide. So, what if the what... school wants to teach them about, you know, the 165 genders and pronouns and so they, on? They, so they, they will fall under. They will fall under that uh, that claim as well. There they is will no fall under your child decency. Yeah, act. They, will, yeah they will fall under it. So, and we and you will be able to press charges on the teacher that taught it. You will be able to press charges on the, on the principal that, that okay the curriculum, and you will be able to hold them accountable civilly. You'll be able to sue that school. Okay? It's deeper than that. No, 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 uh, no publication will be able to present content to a child that is sexual in nature. So there will be no books published showing older men or older women having sexual contact with little boys and little girls it just wouldn't be okay. There would be no bars or restaurants that would have uh, drag queens dancing with their with their clothes out or skankly, you know, humping themselves and then doing it in front of children. Now, if you choose to bring your child to a library to have someone that is cross-dressed uh, reading to your child, that's basically on you. You have to bring your child there. So that does not fall under the Child Decency Act. Okay. But it does fall when you're at a restaurant. You didn't give the restaurant permission to have someone gyrating in front of your child and shaking their penis in front of your child. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you can hold them. You can hold them responsible. No cartoon can put in uh, any um, content uh, on their platforms that's uh, sexually suggestive that promotes any kind of sexual innuendos. If we find it and we see it, we hold them uh, are responsible civilly and, and criminally as well. The same thing goes for anybody. It doesn't matter who. Because if I'm a stranger, I, I would never have permission to just walk up to your child and start saying, a penis looks like this. Yeah. You know, and a vagina looks like this. Like, yeah. you, can, you can be charged for something like that. Yeah. You know, like, you can be charged. So this act isn't to discriminate against anybody. It's to make sure that children can remain children and be able to make their own decisions when they become of age and with the express consent and, uh, and, and conditions on their parents. Their parents should be able to say, 
what they want for their children. Mm -hmm. You know, we've allowed the government to come in and do what? You can't spank your kids anymore. Okay. You can't, you can't tell your child to shut up in public. These things that have, you know, ACS knocking on your door, like I'm serious. Like, you know, it's like we've gone too far with allowing the government and people who don't even have kids in most cases or people whose lives are effed up. You know, you, you, you'll have someone at a school telling you I'm referring you, you, your case to ACS and this person is an alcoholic, you know, or she's running around. She has a fans only and she's popping it crazy on fans only. Like we're allowing people who don't have the um, the, the moral ability to judge our homes and our lifestyles to do so mm-hmm. and we need to remove that and give the power back to the individual parents did you hear about the we spa out in california yeah where the guy came in there all oh, this is swing and <laughs> <laughs> yeah the lady came upstairs she was like i can't but you know what these are the people who voted for joe biden uh-huh. right like so it's kind of like you know, you're reaping what you sow you know, these are the people who voted for Joe Biden. These are the people who who I'm tired of Trump and this that, and the third. And you were tired of the Trump because when you turn on the television, you planned on getting pleased. You want programming that's going to make you laugh and make you smile. And because they kept telling you things that made you upset and made you angry, you just wanted to get rid of them. You just wanted them gone so you can be shown something else. Right. You realize he was good for you and what they were doing. Right. So now that he's gone, you're going to have a bunch of penises swinging whenever you go to the spa. <laughs> You might as well leave them little girls at home because it's going to be a guy sitting next to you with his meat hitting his knee. He's going to get his toes polished and get them rubbed. And he's going to get the, the treatment. He's going to put his feet in the water with the fish so they can eat the dead skin off anything else. And he's going to look at you and he's going to fluff his hair and he's going to say, what, with a full beard? <laughs> Did you hear about the girls in California that now they're getting uh, uh, prophylactics? Uh, because the transgender males are getting female prisoners pregnant. Yeah, I did saw that. I saw that. Yeah. If I get locked up, man, listen, I'm identifying as a female. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like if this house, <laughs> this house this going down, this house going down. This is what they're saying. Like, yo, all right, look, I, I identify as a female. Did they put you in a the girl? They put you in a girl's prison. You're the only guy in there, or maybe it's four other guys. Who cares? You understand <laughs> what I'm saying? Like. Yeah. Oh man, that's wild. You know, it's it's so, huh? They read what they sow, King. They read what they sow. You know, it's so funny because I remember warning people about BLM. I'm like, yo, this is really the Rainbow Coalition. And um, here we are. So I got some people around me like, yo, B, what's going on? Why are they always showing all this rainbow stuff? What's going on all this rainbow stuff? I'm just like, bro, I tried to tell you that you're the plan. Y'all ain't realize. <laughs> name it, name it, one, they can't name one black person in history aside from people who are in the um Black Lives Matter movement that raised millions of dollars through suspect means in the Fez ain't lock them up. Mm, mm. Can't name any organizations whatsoever. Yeah. None. You got a dude spending five hundred thousand dollars on drapes for an apartment. You got a woman who says she hate white people. She want white people to give them everything they got. And then she buys a bunch of homes around a bunch of white folks. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Everybody in government who says white man bad, white men are racist, love some white penis. I have put this on Twitter, right? <laughs> Ileana Omar leaves her brother lover and her other lover for a white man. She got them pink toes, right? Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, white men are this, white men are that, right? 
she got herself some pink toes. Okay, <laughs> Kamala Harris, she went from from Sweet D Willie to, <laughs> to 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 um what's this brother name um starts with an M. He had a talk show, and she went from him Montel, Montel Williams to Sweet Pink Me. Right, <laughs> I'm I'm telling you like. Everybody that said white men are racist seem to love themselves on white toes. It's just what it is. Like, I mean, and if anyone again, hundred dollar, a thousand dollar bet, mm. show me the names that I just put out there. Tell me I'm wrong. Tell me Ilion Omar is not with a, a white man right now. Tell yeah. me Alexandria Cortez doesn't have a ginger head white man as a boyfriend. Tell me that Kamala Harris' husband isn't white. And show me, show me the proof that they're not. I'm gonna send you a thousand dollars. I'll give you, I'll give you $10,000, 10 grand. That's a bet. 10 grand. Don Lemonade. Don Lemonade's in that list. And Donna Lemonade. Look, Donna Lemonade's in that list. On my, on my video, Donna Lemonade is the first person I shot. I'm, I'm not going to ever show Donna any kind of respect and say, and call him Don. Going to call him Donna Lemonade. What about the other mayor, mayor of Chicago? What's her name? Yeah, uh, Beetlejuice. <laughs> Beetle, Beetlejuice. Yeah. Beetlejuice, another one. We ain't got a get. We ain't got a big, thick one to roll around with. You know that room smell funky. <laughs> but all these people hate white folks. Oh man, I'm gonna be the senator that they listen. People watching, the moment that I'm elected, if I change. If you guys can prove that I've been compromised, that I'm taking money from the New World Order, that somehow they got control of me, and I can you and you can prove it, you should fly my top when you see me. Anybody that you elect that does anything treasonous against you, against this, because the government is the people, right? So if mm -hmm. anyone has, if anyone is manufacturing laws to harm you, if anyone is trying to remove your freedoms to harm you, they should be tried for treason and they should be put to death. This is just my opinion. I will be the first person ever elected that's ever put in position to tell you guys, if you find that I'm compromised and you can prove it, I should forfeit my life. This is all seriousness right here. This is, I'm not joking anymore, y'all. We have to start holding these people accountable and the people have to start demanding for people to be tried, all right? You have the right to make sure that your government represents you and your interests. And if anybody is going out to circumvent your interests, they don't deserve to be there. They forfeit their seats. They forfeit their 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 leadership, and they should be put to either either they're going to be sitting in prison, or they're going to be put out. Jesus sparred out with them things inside their veins, and they're going to have it pumped inside of them. But no one deserves to actually put your children's freedom at stake. And in the moment that anybody does that, their food on the table. Their food on the table. Put them on the menu. Yeah, I need everybody hit the share button. Fuck that like shit. Hit the share button. Share this out to your main social network, all your social networks. And don't forget to subscribe if you're not already a subscriber. We appreciate you. We bring great content here. Uh, shout out to Curtis Scone. Uh, hit me up. Um, I think I'm going to be on this platform soon. Uh, appreciate Curtis Scone. You familiar with Curtis Scone? Um, I probably, probably the, name sounds, the name sounds familiar. Yeah, good brother. Good brother. Um, definitely should link up. Uh, Curtis, send, send, send him my number. Tell him to text me. If you got his number, send him my number. Tell him to text me, and then we'll just get it from there. Word, word. Uh, yeah, I should definitely build. Um, he, he's uh, oh, I can't remember the name of the brother. Um, but he he financially backed the brother uh to run for office. I want to say out in Detroit. Uh, but yeah, he had the uh, 
black, white, and blue uh, documentary. Uh, Tony, so we, we spoke about uh, a lot of great topics. Let's dive into some of your solution-based stuff here. Uh, you said removing the Section 8 stipulation to unit the household. What is that? I don't even understand. That's the household to unite. I promised to eat. All right, so it's to unite the household. So Section 8 has stipulations. If you're a single parent on Section 8, mainly a woman, they say you can't have a male living in your household. They're disrupting the family unit. So okay. what we're going to do is- It's still like that? Yeah, it's still like that. So we're going to end that stipulation, right? And a lot of states still is. We're going to do it nationally. We're going to end that stipulation. And if the heads of the households can come to us with a sound business plan, we would allocate twenty to thirty thousand towards your small business. That way, you can pay your own rent, and then you just pay back the twenty or thirty thousand dollars. No APR. So there's not there's nothing hidden on top. There's no. So big, instead of giving a single baby mama some money, eight thousand. Yeah, a hundred thousand. During, yeah. the, during the course of her being on Section 8, we, we would pay close to $80,000 to $100,000 from her kid being an a infant to 18 years old, right? So instead uh, of doing that, just give her 20 grand, give her 30 grand, open up your small business. Because that's seed money. Yeah, as a couple. Incentivizing yeah, that, people to come together. Exactly. And then that's seed money. Because now when the bank sees that you have seasonal funds, they're more inclined to actually give you a loan because you already have $30,000 sitting in the bank. Right from a government, from uh, from from the government uh, granting you the money and giving you the loan. Mm -hmm. So now the bank will be more inclined too, because then we'll give the banks um, a, a bit of love towards uh, what they pay in taxes. Yeah. Right. So we'll give them tax. We'll, we'll incentivize through, through um, the bank, you know, paying less in taxes. Right. You're right. helping these um, these family units uh, procure loans. You're helping them out or whatever. So we're going to help out the banks as well. This is I don't want to attack all, all right. banks, right? Because not every not every banking institution can pay for slavery, but there are four that I know of off bat that will. Yeah. Right. And some are just some private banks that just, you know, started out and they, you know, so like municipal municipal credit unions, they're banks as well. Right. So we can't hold them to, you know, accountable too much because a lot of them are uh independently owned by, you know, a group of individuals. So it can't be everybody, but we can put as many people, even the people that we do tax and we do go get that money from them. They can receive, you know, uh, uh, tax breaks too as well. So as long as they're helping these families establish um, a, a better household, you know, they have to be able to have their own uh, infrastructure for themselves. They have to be able to build that inside their households. If they can't support themselves, it makes no sense for the government, for you and I to keep supporting people who can't support themselves. We either teach them how to fish and stop giving them fish or we, we fail, period. You understand? Mm. Like, period. So we got to teach these people how to fish. If they come to us and they have a sound business plan, you know, you, you allocate the funds to them. The government, instead of giving you an all-out expense paid card or whatever, the government will work with you. Open up a bank account with you with one of the, the banking branches that the government works with. And the, the bank then will go in and say, well, you have this amount of money. We'll put another 30000 to it. We'll match it. And you want a, a store or you want a, you know, a, a location where you want to do this. Okay, well, we're going to set it up for you and have it done. Mm -hmm. And then hopefully within the 30-year period, you'll be able to pay us back our money. You would have paid the bank off already because they're going to take their money off the top and we'll be done with it. Your child will grow up and they have something that you can leave to them, which is leaving a legacy behind as well, which is very important. OK, so you'll be able to leave your business to your child. Your child will be able to continue to run the business that you helped build. And it didn't happen from you having to win the lottery or you, you know, having to do something crazy or working 50 years and then buying a business. No, it happened because the government invested in you because you are the government. You're just investing in yourself. So it's a, it's a, I, I believe it's a great plan that we have and it excuse me it reunites reunites the family right men 
and women will stop looking at each other like, I don't need no man, I don't need no woman. You know, we, no, we need each they other. Running around like, hey, hey, yeah. we need to get this yeah, long. Yeah, <laughs> like, but what they give, what they, what they, they, the government was smart, right? These races were smart. What they did with the, with the, the welfare system was they allocated enough funds to, for females that way they wouldn't miss men. They right. gave them the, they gave them the equivalent to what a man would bring in the house, yeah. right? Yeah. So, and this is what they did: you give them housing. You give them uh, $500 every two weeks or something like that, or, you know, 800 bucks every two weeks. In some cases, $1,000, depending on how many kids are there every two weeks, because the government doesn't really care. They're bouncing your birth certificate around on the stock market, making money off of you anyway. You know uh -oh. what I mean? So they don't care. They don't care. So they, they, they want it out there. So now we fix that. We end all of that. We take, the, we take control of the birth certificates off the stock exchange. We take that money back because now we don't have a fiat currency. Remember, we're backed by some forms of gold and silver. Right. Mm -hmm. And we're starting to put this money and these resources back into the communities where they belong. Hmm. I think it's genius. I think it's a genius plan. Yeah, um, they hate me, brother. That's why I'm getting I get censored hard. They hate me. They hate themselves some X. Yeah. Shout out to the X back in the building. Um, I, I feel like I feel like you'd put them out of business. <laughs> if you you know, they because it seems like, you know, to me, they uh want to sustain the problems, not solve them. Here's another one of your solutions. Uh, removing felonies from first-time felons. Explain that one to me. All right, so you're a first-time nonviolent felon. Okay. Or let's say that you have two nonviolent felonies, yeah. right? And you've been home for the first case. If you're a nonviolent felon for the first-time nonviolent felon, you've been home five years, you haven't been convicted of any new felonies, mm -hmm. then we want to remove the felony off of your record. Okay. And you're going to have to sign a contract. You will not reoffend. You okay. will not reoffend. If you reoffend after you do this, Let's say if your cop out was 10 years, you're looking at 18 years now. Five years because, expunged. Yeah, because, well, no. So it doesn't matter if you did 10 years in jail for a nonviolent felony, because a lot of us went to jail for selling crack cocaine like I did, right? Well, five years so, after you get out. Five years after you get out, you haven't been convicted of any new felonies. We're removing the felony off of your record. That's beautiful. Okay. Sign a contractual agreement with the state that you reside in saying you will not reoffend again, meaning you won't catch any new felonies. Misdemeanors we don't care about. People make mistakes, okay? Right. Some, 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 some car accidents can be deemed as a misdemeanor. You mm -hmm. understand? Like uh, some disorderly conducts can be deemed as a misdemeanor. So we're not saying that. We mean felonies, right? So it means you won't sell drugs again. You have the right to bear arms now. You have the legal right to bear arms now. You're not a felon. There's no reason for you to run around with an illegal gun on you, right? right? You're not going to go and harm someone. You, there's no need for you to bring it to someone's home to steal something because you're no longer a felon. You can get housing and you can get a job now. So we, we, we helped you in every way. So the moment you violate these conditions, and let's say that the, the DA offers you 10 years, and you say, yeah, you take the 10 years. Okay, cool. But now we're going to come around. We're going to throw eight years on top of it and bang you in your head. So now you're looking at 18 years. You're going to have to sit down for them 18 years. We gave you the opportunity to correct your life and to fix everything. And instead, you negated to actually follow through with the agreement that we had with one another. In the case of those who've had like two or three or more felonies, if the 10-year period has gone by, you haven't reoffended whatsoever because a lot of us make a lot of mistakes within our youth, right? And we, we rack up these charges while we're young. If 10 years have gone by, you haven't been reconvicted of any felonies, then the same thing applies to you. We're going to remove it off your record. You're going to sign this contract saying you will not reoffend again. You will not reoffend again. And as long as you live your life and you don't do it, 
then you're able to teach your children how to hunt. You're able to have a firearm in your house. You're able to protect yourself. The more we have, the more good people we have with firearms, the less bad people will feel abrasive to go outside or will feel, uh, feel um, tough enough to go outside and commit crimes. So no one's going to want to rob a woman with a person. The first thing he's going to think is he could have a gun, he could have a gun, she could have a gun. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not going to just wild out and do that. You know how many shootings in Chicago will go down that people just thought people around us got guns that's legal? Why am I going to go and have a gun to do something when someone could shoot me and take my life? Or I'm going to get caught doing it? The problem now is the criminals feel like, oh, I could have a gun. Nobody else can have a gun around me. I don't care what the law says. I got a gun. You know what I mean? So the moment good people got guns, the moment we'll, we'll stop and we'll end a lot of the killing. Um, yeah. If we can get brothers a way to, to have housing, get a job without having to hide behind a mistake they made when they were 16 and they got charged as an adult and got a felony case, then we're going to do wonders for our community. That's one thing that kills me about some of these liberals, man. They say they're a system racist. And you got a black woman introduced the anti-gun law in the Congress, an anti-gun bill. What are you doing? I told you, man, listen, the car is loaded full of liberals. You got some rhinos <laughs> in there too. That car mowing down a bunch of black folks, some Latinos and some white folks in the crowd too, because they was just happening to be there. And they're like, the car is racist. <laughs> and they're driving the car on people down. <laughs> it's crazy. It's crazy. What about Afghanistan? All right, so Afghanistan. Because you could potentially one day be be a president, right? You could potentially run for president, especially if after you won the Senate seat, right? You definitely have increased your chance of being a president. Mm -hmm. So we get to see your how uh, Mr. Anton Tucker, which you got a Tucker dot vote with support, by the way. See how you would handle foreign policy. Okay, so Afghanistan was a joke from the very beginning because we knew that they had nothing to do with 9-11. We knew that uh, NORAD was told to stand down. If I was your president, I would hold the people accountable for everything that took place. The, uh, Afghanistan was a money ploy from the beginning for the military industrial complex. This, these are, you have Sunni and Shiites, okay, who are not gonna ever get along, okay? You have different tribes who are not gonna ever get along. So Afghanistan was never really one unified nation or one unified country. Okay, you're going to have people who are going to continue the war there for decades into the future. So what I would do is I wouldn't recognize the Taliban as a government. I'm not, I would never rec rec recognize the Taliban as a government. And I would have never removed our troops out of there. First and foremost, I would have never put them there. But now if I would have took office and they would have been there, I would have never removed our troops. Okay, I would have relied on intel. Uh, I would have, instead of assisting the Afghan army, with just air support and just, you know, bombing places here and there, whatever the case may be, I would have actually helped the people. Okay. I would have, I would have helped the people establish their nation and not through puppet means where we can run this president, this and a third. I would have given the president my full backing, but I would have given them full independence. The reason why the, they kept fighting each other is because people are not stupid. We may live in the US, they may, they may, we may love our country, but our representatives are criminals. So abroad, they've done some disastrous things. They have a horrible track record, like what they did in Libya. Okay, so you can't be exasperated with these people who don't trust America when America has so many things that they've done. So instead, I would have given the, I would have made sure that the people had a proper election. We would have secured the nation. We wouldn't have, we would have never left until the nation was secure. 
okay? We would have given them a proper election without us having any involvement with pushing anybody in one way or the next, right? We would allow and respect their religious beliefs as far as what women should do in the stand of third. We're not going to push any agendas on them, any colored agendas on them, right? No pronouns, them, no pronouns for no, Afghanistan? No, no, no pronouns on none of that. We would let them be uh, secure within their rights to be people. And then once we see that they have it established, we would slowly back out, but then we would have to charge them, right? Because you got to pay okay. for it. You got to pay us. You got to pay, pay us for our time. We would have never left unless we would have had some sort of ownership of some natural resources by the time we got out of there some pecuniary, some pecuniary interest yeah yeah so yeah we would have we would have we definitely had to receive something uh, you know in that nature whether it would have been gold bullion or would have been some type of oil something would have had to give yeah right yeah. but our backing out of there first and foremost would have in my case it would have involved getting uh those who are american citizens out first and foremost and i would have done it under the color of the ninth I wouldn't have done it so because the problem Donald Trump exposed to this government does is we do things too much out in the open where yeah. people know what your move is going to be. Well, we're going to bomb this area. We're going to bomb this area. I'm not going to do that. Okay. And, at, 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 you know, like a thief in the night, I'm going to let everyone know these are top secret orders. We're going to start moving these people out. And I wouldn't even let them know up until 24 hours before they're going to go. Right. They would already have a directive to start destroying stuff and everything else, but without them being panicky, without them, you know, putting anything out there. They would know, destroy these files, yeah. Destroy these files, just down the third, and they would just know you're moving to a new location. No, you're going home. You won't know until you're on the tarmac and you're in the helicopter or you're in the plane and you're going home. We've achieved our mission here. And then once we know everything's secure, then I give an announcement and I say, we've evacuated our troops from out of Afghanistan. We've done so successfully. We have a successful uh, trade-off. We have a legitimate government that is there. We we have a legitimate interest in the area there because now China is going to go in, right? China's going to meet with the Taliban. China's going to give them Chinese money. China's going to give them products that's going to break, right? And they're going to have a vested interest. Yeah, they're going to have a vested interest inside of inside of Afghanistan, which will be the poppy seeds, because people don't realize that those poppy seeds. Uh, are a lot of money. This government is, 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 is the largest drug dealers on this planet. If you didn't see El Chapo's story on Netflix, I hope that you guys go into Netflix or you, you have a box like I do, which is a fire stick, and you can actually just watch mm -hmm. that El Chapo story because then it shows how the DEA worked with the Mexican government and El Chapo. El Chapo ran Mexico. He was literally the leader of Mexico. He put a president in power in Mexico, two of them, two of them, <laughs> right? And the DEA let him sell drugs and they got upset when he went to, uh, I was thinking, was, uh, uh, I think it was somewhere in Asia. And he was opening up a new factory and the DA didn't want him to do it. And he did it anyway. And then that's when they really started to go after him. So the poppy seeds were the greatest, was, was, had the greatest interest. And now China's going to run uh, or try to run. I don't think that the uh, Afghanians are going to let them come in and run anything. I think it's going to be just too much war and violence for anyone to go in and do anything at this point. But uh, China will try to go in there to get control of those poppy seeds so they can be a large distributor of heroin throughout the, throughout the nation, well, throughout that nation, but throughout our nation, you know, throughout Europe. Uh, I think that China is going to try to have a hand in that. So for me, it would have been removing people, uh, first securing the nation, making sure everything is secured, then removing our personnel and our military, you know, shrinking it down without uh, politicizing it, without making it public, right? And then announcing everything when it's all said and done when i got two thousand troops left there that's when i announced it we mm -hmm. evacuated out of afghanistan 
uh, we've succeeded in our, you know, our initial plans to go in there and, and stabilize the, the country. We've uh, helped the people elect a, a real legitimate government. And now our time is, is gone. We have these assets that are there and I would introduce it to the American people. We have control over gold or we have control over their poppy seeds. <laughs> she understand like, you know, we have, you have control over their poppy seeds. You know, we have this much ownership there. That way the American people knows exactly what's coming back home because the government is ran by the people. It's the people's money. The tax dollars went and sent people over there. The tax dollars had people shooting people. The tax dollars had people dying. The tax dollars is our money. You never give an investment to someone and then they don't, you don't know how your investment is doing. So I'm going to tell them as your president, this is what we got from the situation. We run their oil or we run, you know, their gold or we got their drugs. This is what we did. This is what we got. It's fucking brilliant, man. Bees, cheese, and wine, please. Appreciate you. 999 said, uh, I always said that the government would most help all Americans out by just giving 0% interest loans for trade schools, college, or to start a small business. I think I know why they won't do it. Black Sunday said, uh, oh, that Jesus is on his food grift like always. <laughs> You know, it's really hard to stream and not eat. Speaking of, Noel, could you bring me something to drink, please? Can I get a cold um, uh, salsa water, please? It doesn't matter which one. I've been on my workout joint hard, man. I've been putting on these pounds, I man. I see it, man. You look good, man. Trying, thank you, King. I'm trying to do my thing. You know what I'm saying? It's a lot of people, when I see them, I got the answer. A lot of people said a lot of stuff. A lot of these grifter-maniacs out there. <laughs> Running around here saying a lot of stuff with big stupid hats on their heads. A lot of them were saying a lot of stuff. And I just say, and I know you're watching. I hope you are who you say you are, because I know what I am. That's it. Not gonna make a hope. I'm not gonna say your name, none of that. When I see you, just know be the man you say you are. I know what I am. <laughs> he said the grifter maniacs. That's right, the grifter Yo. maniac. You might have to put that on a t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta tell yeah. Unk. I gotta let Unk know. Yeah, like, oh no, you gotta get the gift. I'm telling you, I like don't realize it. A lot of people don't understand. I'm the wrong guy to push. I'm the wrong guy to play with. If I'm taking on the New World Order and the Illuminati, right? If I'm taking on them, yeah. What would make any individual think I fear them? Right. You understand? Like, I'm not suicidal, y'all, right? I'm not suicidal. I got my partner in here with the pistol holding me down. Everywhere I go, there's a gun around me. I got motion detectors, everything throughout all of my houses, right? I, I, I'm always prepared. Because when you're ready, you don't got to get ready. But for the individuals out there that was talking crazy, what makes you think? If I'm not afraid of these people that we know are killing people and destroying countries and nations, then I'm going to be afraid of you. Mm. What makes you think I'm not going to be prepared for you? Mm. Mm. Big shoes to fill. I don't think they're ready for it, Tony. I don't think they're ready for it. Well, we're going to see because I'm telling you that right hook on top. <laughs> if y'all want to get down with Griff Mania, make sure y'all follow Uncle Hotep on Twitter. Go to his store. Make sure you follow Uncle Hotep on YouTube. Make sure y'all follow. Tony, how do we access your YouTube channel? All right. So the YouTube has, I have my own network now. Okay. Because YouTube is a censoring platform. So they can go to, and I employ the whole tech uh, nation to come in too. So me and you can talk about it too. I can make you a partner. 
Okay. So I know you deal with a lot of censorship here on this platform. Yeah. But you can go to urbansmartnetwork.com, one whole word, right? You go in, create a profile. You can do everything you can do on Facebook and um, for content creators, like you can do on YouTube. You can go, I'm going to go live later on today at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, right? Um, uh, you can go in, y'all. You can create a profile, post whatever content you want. Your, your free speeches are respected there. They're not going to censor you unless you're talking about something illegal or you're showing something that has to do with sexualizing children. It's going to be up there, right? So Urban I'll Smart be live. UrbanSmartNetwork.com. Yeah, I have my own um, platform that uh, I have uh, two other partners with me. We created it. Got tired of having the censorship from YouTube. I do have a YouTube page. We have over 20,000 subscribers. It's called the Justice Men Podcast, but I'm about to be changing the name soon. So you can go and subscribe now. But what we do now is we don't talk about any politics or anything political on, on YouTube. I basically give uh, tips on how to be uh, a better person. I give tips on dating and I do reaction videos, which I will have one coming very soon to the Abba and Preach and Fresh and Fit podcast. Oh, man, I wanted to ask you about that. Go ahead, go ahead. I mean, go ahead. It's all good. <laughs> I don't want to ruin it for, for your channel. No, nah, it's okay. It's okay. You can never ruin it. Um, okay. Yeah, so what was your take on all of it? Um, at first, I didn't mind Fresh and Fit because I thought these were some young brothers that was giving a lot of good content. Yeah. But then as I started to see the content, I started to realize that um, they these brothers were misleading themselves, right? Okay. Um, the females that they have on there aren't accomplished females. Mm. I'm, a, I'm, I'm what they would call, uh, I made six figures last year, right? Um, I'm in a room right now with a million dollars worth of spiders, tarantulas that I breed. So, I'm, you know, uh, I'm one of the men that they talk about, right? And I don't want one of the women that they say that men want. I don't want a woman that I got a baby. I don't want a woman that doesn't know the nutritional value of broccoli. You know, I don't want a woman that wants to take my, my hard earned resources and go spending on material goods that in two years from now is going to be worth nothing. Right. I date lawyers, doctors, you know, I date accomplished, very intelligent women. These, right. this is what I want. I want a woman that's going to help make me better. Right. And even if she's not a lawyer or a doctor, she has to have, uh, she has to have the maturity that a woman should have. Right. A woman doesn't care about how you dress or the car that you drive. Right. She cares about your capability right. because your capability right. supersedes it, it, it supersedes everything else. Right. You, you can I, I can I, I lost millions of dollars last year. Right. But I know how to make millions of dollars capability. OK, I want to be the woman that's going to speak life into me. That's going to help build me up. Not a woman that I'm always going to have to. It's like a dog, right? Like you got to look at it like this. And there's no disrespect to the women that's on the channel or whatever. I'm just putting it in my perspective, right? If I'm getting on a plane, I would have to buy a dog a seat. If I want to take the dog with me on, on, a, on a vacation, I would have to feed the dog. I would have to walk the dog, you know, every now and again. But I would have to tend to the dog. And in some cases, these is how, this is how they're saying some men are looking at females, like an object that's just there. Do you understand? Like I put you on a plane or whatever the case may be. And that's not what real men want. Real yeah. men want women who are accomplished. When yeah. you reach a point in your life where maybe men who are 35 and under, or th under 35, maybe they're looking at things different. But I know when you get to be 35 and you start to live life, right? You want women who are accomplished in their own right. Because if I fall, you can be my crutch. Yeah. Right? You just don't want a woman that you can't build with, or you can't even 
teach something to, you know, to help build mm. her up. You understand? Like, mm. this is not what the majority of men look for. So when Abba and Preach, and I, I really like Abba and Preach, but I don't agree with everything they say. I had a show where I could teach something they said, where they said, if you see somebody getting jumped, you should mind your business. If a woman's there, you should mind your business or just call the police. You know me, I'm getting in it. You know yeah, what I mean? Like, yeah. so I don't agree with them. I you know, I'm kind of, of, you, yeah, of you me jumping in Antifa. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. where it was jumping in. So I'm getting in it. I'm, I'm, I can fight. I'm all for the smoke. And even if I couldn't fight, it's just, I have a, I'm, I got a heart in me that's just not going to let someone beating you up or beating up a woman in the street. And then I take out my phone and I start recording it. Like, I'm not doing that. Yeah. I'm yeah. going to try my very best to get involved, to put an end to it. So yeah. I didn't agree with them. So just like I critique them, they critique them. And they said, listen, men pay for sex. They didn't disrespect their uh, platform. They didn't talk about them personally. They didn't uh, talk about their character. They didn't bring any of their family members into it. And I just thought that for Myron, it was clearly inappropriate. It was um, disrespectful. And he showed his lack of maturity by going after this man's wife, talking about this man's country. That was very bad. You don't live in Florida and talk about the Haitians. That was the craziest thing I've ever seen. So, right, mm -hmm. you don't do that. And then to talk about um, Abba saying he just got off a camel. He's highly insensitive, right? Highly insensitive. That's why they're losing thousands of followers right now. And that comes from them being immature. You understand? Like that's, 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 that's lacking the maturity enough to know to reserve yourself. Okay. We're famous. So by, lack of maturity. By today's standards, you and I are famous. This is legit. This is all facts, right? Okay. So people every day say stuff about us. I can't respond to it. I wouldn't even have time to do that. Yeah. Then I would be online every day. Now, when I first started to climb up, when I had 20,000 followers on Instagram, I used to find myself arguing with people in the comments. Then when I started reaching that 100,000, over 100,000 marks, I can't find the time to be arguing with all of these people who are not happy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so this, this in this case with them, once Abba said something, he should have left it alone, right? Because yeah. he didn't personally attack them. He just said, I disagree. Men pay for sex when they buy dinner. Yeah. Men pay yeah. for sex when they, you know what I mean? And that's just their opinion. We can't argue with opinions because they're not based on facts. They're based on our opinions, yeah. right? Yeah. So I would have left it alone at that. But when he went after his wife, right? When he said about his wife, you got to, listen, because I, I know they watch your podcast. Myron, you got a box preach. You got a <laughs> box preach. Listen, I'm just saying, like, you heard everything. Listen, I'm running for the Senate. Y'all heard me say when I see people, I'm for all the smoke, right? Mm -hmm. No, no if and buts about it. I stand on something, and the principle is when you say something to a man, you got to be a man, mm -hmm. right? You can't tell me you're an alpha male, and then you don't do what alpha males do, right? Mm -hmm. You don't got to do it for everybody to see. You can go in the back alley, put some gloves on, box it out, and hug it out when you're finished, because this is what real men do, right? We don't got to hate each other, want to kill each other, right? Right. We can get out of energy We can because you said something about someone's wife. He hasn't reached a point in life where he found someone that does everything for him, you know, mm -hmm. like feeds his soul, his spirit. When he wakes up and he sees that face and that face makes life worth living. Yeah. You feel me? Like, yeah. you can't talk about someone's wife like that. You know what I mean? So he doesn't understand because he hasn't really reached that point yet. And hopefully one day he will. Hopefully they'll 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 stop losing followers. Hopefully they'll you know, they'll make the transition and they'll grow because we all get to make mistakes. You know, I don't think that they should be canceled because of it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I do, do believe think, that. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Do you think uh, Abba and Preach baited them? Baited no, no, I don't think they baited because this is what they do to everybody. They talk about everybody. It's their job to stand in front of those pitches and that, and that boom mic and critique what you said. 
Oh, that's what they do. You know I me, mean? because because even when Abba was on their platform, Abba specifically asked Myron, "Why did you say this about me?" Like he was there and asked him, like, right. and then quoted him on what he said. Like he didn't hide behind it. And then Fresh was like, "I'm surprised. I knew Abba was gonna come with the smoke because yeah. Abba came prepared to defend himself right. as a man. You understand? Like in front of these young brothers. So, like I said, I don't, I don't like the cancel culture thing. We shouldn't be canceling these brothers. We should be teaching them, right? We should mm -hmm. be teaching them, but. I will subscribe back to their channel when he give preach his fair one. You know what I mean? Or mm -hmm. if, or if he sincerely calls preach mm -hmm. to talk to his wife and apologizes, mm -hmm. right? You mm -hmm. understand? Like, cause you don't got to do it for the, forget the YouTube, right? Yeah. Forget that. I'm a man enough to also to know it's only one person that I'm gonna see. He can't apologize for nothing. Mm -hmm. You talked about my mom, you just said some crazy stuff. You can't apologize for nothing. You gotta be who you say you are. Cause I'm gonna show you what a monster look like. That's it. Everybody else. I, one guy said something, all right, we can apologize, we can move on, right? Yeah. So it's not like he invited her to his penis. It's not like he said something offensive. He said she's probably a beluga whale. He can sincerely apologize to that woman. You mm -hmm. understand what I'm saying? Like he can ask her if she has a charity, he can donate to that charity. Mm -hmm. He can do something to change that. They don't have to fist fight, but yeah. he has to do something because he mm -hmm. violated that man. And then on top of that, Haitians, I got my, my managers are Haitian. Yeah, I got. Ton, I'm, I'm I'm in a gym with a Haitian three times a week. Mm -hmm. Who's a street fighter? Like he goes and I'm telling you, I was just on my live with him. He's a street fighter. He goes in the street and he fights people for money in people's backyards and he beats people up. <laughs> I'm telling you, like these people are not not they're not they're unforgiving. They're not people you just pick. You just don't pick on Haitian people. So right. I think that he also has to reach out to the Haitian community as well. You understand, like, and do something for them, like whether you give back or you do something, but you have to do something to fix brothers what you did, because I'm your big brother, right? I'm older than everybody involved. I'm older than Abba and Preach, and I'm older. I may look like I'm their age, but I'm older than all of them. You know what I mean? Yeah. So give back to, to Myron. Uh, best of luck to you, young king, right? Everybody makes mistakes. I hope that you live and you learn from this mistake. Um, there's a lot of things that's coming on. That I'm going to be talking about on my podcast as far as the women that are saying things about you. I hope you live and learn from that because a man who can't control his phallus will never control his mind. He will never have control of himself. You have to have control of your of your phallus or you don't have control of your temple. Okay, so um, you have to have control of that, but you also have to reach out to the communities that you offended. You can't just give us an apology now on this podcast and say these things because mm -hmm. some people are just not going to let that route like that. They're just not going to let it go like that. And you have to really reach out to preach. If preach is in Miami this week, right? Mm -hmm. You don't want to fight preach. You don't have to fight preach, right? Mm -hmm. I don't, we don't, even on this pod, we don't want no violence. We don't, especially black on black violence, right? right? If we can put it into it, then let's not do it. But see him. Axel, can you speak to his wife? Right. Give her uh, a heartfelt apology. Really mean it. Look at this brother in his face. Right. Tell him, yo, I don't want to fight you, but I'm really sorry. But I was really upset. I was caught in a moment and I was disrespectful. And there's nothing I can say to do that. You know what I mean? Like, you know, hey, if you want to get one hit in, go ahead, get it in. Right. Get it off. Get it, you know, get it over with. You know what I mean? Like, but I'm, I'm still sorry. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's not going to change what happened. I'm still sorry. This is what, you know, this is what it is. But you got to reach out to the Haitian community, uh, Myron. You got to do that because uh Haitians are mad man they're upset I'm telling you like for I'm telling you like for me just being like how I heard about it was Noel told me but then my manager was like yo you ever heard of fresh and fit you need hmm. to go on their podcast and you need to punch this dude in the face I'm like whoa 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 what are you talking about 
I mean, it's just like, yo, this dude just said the whole Haitian community, I'm going to send this dude back onto a boat. He's like, what you, what do you think this is? I'm like, yo, calm down. These are kids. They're in their 20s. Yeah. Probably early 30s. You know what I mean? Like, these are kids. You know what I mean? Like, you don't, we're not going to do that. <laughs> do you understand what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I'll make a show. It will, I won't try to bring them down. I'll just say, you guys got to do better. You know what I mean? Like, first and foremost, you can't represent, you can't represent us, um, what you call a high value man. And I disagree with that. I think that every man has high value, whether or not he made six figures last year or he picks up the trash. You know what I mean? Like, if he's providing a way for his family and for himself to eat, if he's being a man, he's being steadfast and he's standing on his word, then he is a man of high value because we don't have enough men who are sticking behind their families, loving the women they're supposed to love, right? Being faithful to their children, yeah. to their children. You understand? And, and holding their words and being accountable for the things they say. So if a man is doing all of these things, he's a high value man in my place. It doesn't matter how much money you may make. It doesn't change how real you are in your heart. I know people who are who are millionaires and they're scumbags. You know what I mean? And then I know people who 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 are making maybe 20000 a year and they're the best of character. You can tell them something and they'll never tell nobody else it. They'll never try to use it against you. So we have to kind of worry about when we say a high value man, because the women you're saying that want these men, in my case, aren't high value. Right. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, yeah, how let's can talk I about that? Let's talk about the selection of women on Fresh and Fit. I, I you, 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 you think they need to have some variety? So they, this is some I think I, here's, here's my personal take on it. I think dudes just want to see um, bimbos. I think that's why they get the. I think the views bimbos get the views. I think. You know, when he brings anything up, like anytime they bring something with substance, for example, like Mondays, they're teaching you how to do credit. It's never the same amount as that midnight show. Um, they got to have better women up there. Listen, there are some very accomplished, beautiful, capable women out there that Myron, brother, you could fall in love with. You would never want to look at one of these thoughts again, right? <laughs> you would have, I'm telling you, you, you would have, you could have thoughts on the platform. I'm not saying don't have them up there. This is the, the world that you live in. You know, everybody has their own world that they live in. If they're in your world, that's fine. But when you're a high value man, you don't find yourselves around them. Mm -hmm. I have friends that sell drugs, brothers, right? But they're not my friends anymore in terms of I'm around them all the time. They're just people that I know that I'm still cool with. I have respect for, but I don't hang out with them. I don't have them around me. I don't hang out with no men who can't afford to bail themselves out of prison. You understand what I'm saying? Right. So uh, the women that they're presenting that they say they want high value men. Your value can only exist based on the contingency of who values you, okay. right? Yeah. Like, do, you, do you agree or do you disagree? Sure, sure. Okay, so I can't be a good father unless I'm good to my kids. My kids would have to see me as a good father. Right. My and wife would have to, to see me as a good father, right? Yeah. So in order for a woman to see me as high value, she has to have some high value to her. If she comes on there and she just looks pretty, I got hundreds of thousands of females that follow me that look pretty. You understand? Like, if she tells me, oh, she can cook and clean, I can hire a maid to clean and cook. Remember, I'm a high-value man. I'm yeah. a high earner. Can afford to have someone cleaning up. Can yeah. afford to have someone cooking. You understand what I'm saying? So what is it that you're bringing to the table? Oh, you bring your own self. I can't talk down to you because you are educated. I can't just tell you anything because you're not stupid. You, you don't have to be a doctor or a lawyer or um, a professor. You could be someone that owns a bunch of small businesses. You could have an online store that's just doing numbers 
you know, and, and on its own right. You could be someone that does makeup and you're doing it at a high level. You understand? Like you have high value women, like to the women out there, you have high value. So these are the women that we need to see more entrepreneurs up there that are women. And also they break down a single mom, right? Now I agree, but I disagree. If you're 35, yeah, if you're under single moms. Yeah. yeah, if you're 35 or under, you shouldn't be dating a single mother. You should not be dating a single mother. Okay. Because yeah, you shouldn't. Because at this point, you still have a lot to figure out. But if you're 35 and older, it's okay to date a single mom because whether you have kids or not, you should be uh I'm coming back, y'all. Don't worry about it. You should be um you should be secure enough within yourself as a man to be able to find out what single mom to deal with. Mm -hmm. I think that what they should teach men is what single moms to stay away from. The women that don't have control over their children. Mm -hmm. You know, the women that children are disrespectful, that talk back. Mm -hmm. The women that talk to their kids uh, aggressively or, you know, um, that uses profanity around their children. These are the single moms you shouldn't want to have in your life yeah. because you're going to be spending your resources, putting this person's child first before you and then this person before you, then yourself last. So you have to be with a woman also who's going to appreciate you and treat you like a king. Okay. And if she's not doing that, then I don't suggest that you be with this woman. But when you're 35 and older and you're able to do these things, then these women that you do find that fit the criteria of good single moms are great women. A lot of women are dealing with guys and they could have had great relationships and then things went bad. They went on their own way, but they weren't whores. They, you know, they weren't promiscuous. They weren't liars. You know, they didn't hang on to men or they just, the men just, they, people just fall out of love. You know, things just happen. And these women do deserve to have a second life. Now, if she's letting you meet the kid in the first two days, she's not the one for you. You understand what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> she's not the one for you. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. But yeah, if you're, if you're younger, then of course, no, you shouldn't be with a single mom. Um, you should be focusing on yourself. You should be building up, you know, who you are as a man, learning who you are as a man, becoming a better man and dealing with your own insecurities. Okay. Because it takes stepfathers are great men. My brother's a stepfather, right? He has a wife. He has a son with her. That's his biological son. And she had, he has an older daughter with his wife, right? And she had my, my niece from a prior relationship. But my brother is one hell of a father mm. to his daughter. You understand? Like, and you have to be secure within yourself in order to be that kind of stepdad. Stepdads are, to me, they're superheroes, you know? So when you decide to be that, make sure that you're going to do it to the to to your best ability make sure you find women who are competent enough who aren't you know emotionally destroyed and make sure that you're able to build with this person if again the kid talks any kind of way uh, the kid has no respect she uses profanity around the child she's overly aggressive around the child and she allows you to meet the child within the first two days she's not the woman for you to deal with you just can't deal with her because that means a lot of other men met this kid you know, that means that this kid is going to grow up and not have respect for you. Doesn't he have respect for his own mother? You understand? Like, these are things that you have to think about. When you're able and you, you find yourself secure within your own manhood, you embrace these women that you can when you reach the age of 35 and older. You mm. embrace these women and you love them properly. Mm. Whether you're in a, a monogamous relationship or a polygamous relationship, um, when you deal with a woman, make sure you're dealing with her to build her up, to make her better. You understand? Like, you don't have to tell her how to do things. You're with her to kind of give her guidance, right? You're with her to give her moral guidance. You're with her because she can deal with emotions, right? She can deal with her intuition, but you got to bring a logic to the table, okay? You got to be able to do that as a man. 
Buchanan didn't go ahead, go, go for it. Shout out to uh, Tyler Moore. He said, got to clap back, Griff attack from the Griff maniac. <laughs> I see you with the Ron. Uh, Cannon Hotel 99, he says, salute coming through, showing some love. Looking forward to listening to an awesome convo. Welcome, bro. Shout out to Cannon Hotel. See you next week in Vegas. Chad Lemoyne, uh, if every political race had an Anton Tucker in it, I'd actually vote. This man knows what really matters and isn't afraid to speak his mind. Real talk, real talk. Danielle Eloya, pronounce who chat. Thank you. She said, I appreciate these Friday night convos. I appreciate you. I, I'm, I'm trying to be more consistent with them. Um, this is one of the homies right here. It's one of the bros, one of the brothers, you know what I'm saying? So I was very glad to have him um, on the channel and he's running in New York. Somebody asked, you know, where is he running? He's running in New York. So if you're in the New York area, we definitely need to get behind this New York brother. State. Everybody can vote in New York state next year, November 22nd. Everybody can vote. You can follow me at Instagram or on Twitter. Same name, Montega, M-O-N-T-A-G-A. I will be changing my last name to Montega. So soon y'all be seeing it won't say Anton Tucker when you when you come up you'll see that it's also going to say Anton Montega because I'm definitely going to change my last name. I'm on my own identity. You know Tucker's not my last name. Uh, my little sister's father adopted me and my brother changed my last name from Rivera to Tucker, and now I just want my own identity. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Like I've been Tony Montega as an artist for so many years, and I just want my own identity. And I'm I'm definitely in the process right now of having my last name changed. But you can find me on Instagram and Twitter M O N T A G A. I'm there. I do lives all the time. I'm live right now. I got people in there. One sister in there said that uh, why I can't, why I can't, she basically says she likes tall men, right? She's attracted to tall men. But what she, the sister doesn't understand is that real men like myself don't care what you like, right? <laughs> like, you understand? Like, so if you like them tall, sis, then go get you a tall man. Yeah. And, and yeah, and then it's, it's okay. You know, like um, men of high value, we don't have any insecurities. Right, right? right. We don't have any insecurities. Whatever it is that you want, I want it for you. I just want you to be happy. Right. Yeah. I just want the guy that's with you to treat you right, show you respect and make sure that he's building you up to be a better person. Anybody involved in you should be making you a better person, whether it's male or female. If we're not speaking love and life into each other, then we're doing each other a disservice. So men doesn't care about height. Men don't care about height. I dated women taller than me. I dated women shorter than me. I'm five foot seven. I'm a short guy, but I have no issues whatsoever with getting the ladies. Um, so I don't really care. You know, um, my yeah. brother here is taller than me. He's probably like six foot, which was six foot. No, I wish I was. I wish five I was 11. a little bit taller. I wish I was a baller. I wish I had a girl who looked good. <laughs> I would call her. You remember that joint? <laughs> Uh, that's that was my anthem because I felt every last word. In that <laughs> you want to know how tall I am? You have to come out to Vegas. I'm not six. Yo, I might, I might, I might come out to Vegas, man. I'm kind of getting tempted. I'm gonna text you on that later. Let me know what's going on, man. I might come, come out. It's gonna be a good time, man. We hanging out, man. My man runs the spot, so you know it's all love. We can do whatever we want in there. Um. Yo, Tony, fucking great conversation tonight, this man. Excellent, brother, man. Uh, th thanks for coming through and grace on my channel with good energy, good positive energy, lots of great solutions. Uh, I think uh, you really get the wheels turning for people who, who listen to you, uh, especially with some of your ideas. Uh, and I wish you the best in the race, man. Thank you, man. I appreciate you. And hopefully I'm going to talk to you about the platform because we can get the whole text to come. Yeah. Um, it will be beneficial to everybody involved, man. That'll be a big move. And then you can say whatever you want. Yeah. No one will be able to do or say You know what's anything. funny about me? 
You know what's funny about me, Tony? What's up, brother? I really don't got shit to say, yo. <laughs> hey, you just I, ask the questions, right? Yeah, you know, the thing is, it's like... I make content for the people. I don't, I don't really like... It be people asking me my opinion on things, which is why I feel an obligation to do it. Yeah. But... I don't get much joy out of doing it. I get more joy out of serving the people. This is the people, what the people wanted. I gave it to them, did what I had to do today. You know, even though I didn't enjoy myself, um, it's a job, you know? So some people don't understand, like this is, at the end of the day, it's still still a job. I love, you know, the history and, and, and being inspiration to people and, you know, leading Hotep Nation and all of that stuff. Um, the Thursday night show, Uncle Hotep is a whole lot of fun. Hotep's been told you, you know, that's a huge part of my life. Um, but outside of that, like, you know, um, I like, I like uh, listening to the experts. You know, when it comes to the politics stuff, people ask me about politics. I'm like, I don't know. You need to go ahead and go talk to somebody who's in politics. You know, so I, I can always refer him to you. Go talk to Tony X. He'll tell you about what's going on. I don't know. me with it. You know, talk because I feel like you know everybody got a, somebody who specializes. You know, I specialize in tech. You want to talk tech and build a business? Come out at me. You want to talk politics? Go talk to Tony X. And I think that's good because we need somebody that's going to be in Senate like you. You know, we don't need somebody that's going to be in Senate like me. We need somebody like you in there, um, and we need somebody like me in tech. Um, and you know, it, it, it's it's uh, makes the world go round, but. Um, you know, uh, I look forward to uh, speaking to you. It's always a pleasure. It's always enlightening. Because um, like I said, I really don't know shit about politics. <laughs> my, I eat and sleep and breathe this, man. I can't, I can't yeah. even, like, I eat, sleep, and breathe this, man. In order for me to find solutions, I'm great with fixing problems. I'm great with fixing problems. So in order for me to find a solution to something, I got to know where the problem lies. And we got a great idea again. I want to shout out to the Hotep Nation. Shout out to the X Factor that came in the building and check them out too. Appreciate all my followers and supporters. Everybody on Instagram is watching right now. Uh, again, everybody, urbansmartnetwork.com. I go live 8, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time every Monday, every Friday. Um, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Montega, M-O-N-T-A-G-A. Uh, I'll be retweeting this brother stuff all the time too, man. I'm not somebody who's not going to retweet you. I do follow back too. So anybody I know, that follows me today and then that tags Hotep's name uh, on a post or whatever, and I'm going to follow you back today. All right. So matter of fact, throughout the whole you weekend, heard that. that's I'm giving it up. I'm following you. Whoever's watching this now that's watching, you follow me on Instagram, uh, you follow me on Twitter, and I see that you've been tagging my name and tagging tagging my name and showing me, you know, tagging and tagging Hotep's name. I'm going to be giving you a follow back. Once I see you following me, I'm going to give you a follow back. I'm not somebody who's just not going to do that. I'm a man of my word. All right, y'all. I appreciate nice everybody, time. man, for tuning in. And uh, thank you guys for having me on. I'm sorry, I'm getting a phone call on the Apple Watch and everything. <laughs> I'm getting, uh, but um, I appreciate everybody. Uh, I got a lot of love to give. And uh, I hope you guys received just a little bit of it today, man. Ashe. Uh, that's Tucker Dot Vote in New York City for my New York City heads. Make sure y'all go out and support. Make sure y'all hit Tucker when y'all enter that voting booth. I'm out of here. Hold up. August 26th to the 28th. Las Vegas, Nevada. Hotep Nation Weekend. The world will never be the same. Get your tickets and be a part of the first ever Hotep Nation Weekend. Hotep Nation, a 501c3 nonprofit organization designed to spread the philosophy of hard work and self-care, will be hosting a weekend in Vegas with live podcasts, panels, pool party, and much more. 
exclusive meet and greets with major figures in the Hotep community, including Hotep Jesus, Uncle Hotep, President Doe Dudes, and other special guests. Network and build bridges in the Hotep community. Enjoy Vegas with a cool group of people. All of this can be found at the Hotep Nation Convention. So who is this for? Are you looking to build up your community? This is for you. Are you looking to expand business opportunities? This is for you. Are you looking for an opulent time with nation builders? This is for you. Hotep Nation's first annual convention in Las Vegas, this August 26th through the 28th. All information can be found in the description below. You won't want to miss this. August 26th.